Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. If you're new, welcome. So glad you could join us. Today, I wanted to share with you a story about my weekend. So this past weekend was amazing. So great. And it was also the worst weekend. So please allow me to explain. (laughs) It was amazing because I got to spend it with people that I love in a place that is beautiful, doing lots of fun things. So sounds amazing, right? And at the same time, it was also the worst weekend. So how can that be? And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is the reason why it was also the worst weekend is because there's these two cognitive biases that I have, that we all have as the humans, and they accounted for what I'm going to call the negativity spiral that I found myself in this weekend. And I wanted to share it with you in case you ever find yourself in the same situation and some of the tools and strategies that I use in order to interrupt that negativity spiral. So what are these two cognitive biases? They are the negativity bias and the confirmation bias. These are the two things that my brain likes to do when it's left to its own devices. Those of you who might know me might be surprised that I spend more time than I would like to in negativity. People will often comment to me about how positive they find me. But like most people, my brain has a tendency to go towards negativity. If yours does too, I have some strategies at the end of this podcast that have really helped me. The thing that adds an additional layer of negativity on top of my negativity, a negativity sandwich, so to speak, is confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is when our brains get really busy trying to prove that our thoughts and our beliefs are correct. They're right. They're accurate. And we don't even do this consciously. When I think about confirmation bias, I think about that time I bought a new car. And when I saw it on the lot, I thought it was such a unique and beautiful color. And that was actually part of the reason that I bought that car was for that color. And as I drove the car off the lot, I saw another car with the exact same color. And then I saw another and another. (laughs) And now I see it everywhere. Turns out that it wasn't a very unique color and I had just never paid much attention to it before. And that's what confirmation bias is. It can kick in when I find myself in the negativity zone. My brain starts to pay attention and find evidence for all of the reasons why I should be negative right now. It just perpetuates the negativity. It serves a heaping topping of negativity on top of my negativity. And this is what happened this past weekend, which is so interesting because the weekend was filled with all of the things I love. And yet I still found myself in a state of negativity, 
still seeking all the evidence why I should be negative. I could see and do all of the fun, enjoyable things and still not really enjoy them. I had worked myself into this negativity zone and I was finding all of the evidence why things weren't quite good enough. And then I was feeling bad for feeling bad. That's what I call the negativity spiral. So what do you do if you find yourself in this space? Well, that's the very first thing. It's just recognizing that you're in it. And that's huge. The thing about the negativity spiral is that we can convince ourselves that this is the new normal and we're here all of the time and these are the reasons why. And we don't necessarily see it as a temporary situation. We don't see it as a temporary mindset. And just a quick side note here. If you do find yourself in a negativity spiral that is lasting longer than normal for you and you can't seem to break out of it, I'll invite you to consider that that's a really great time to reach out for some help. That's the other thing about the negativity spiral is that not only does it convince us that things are sour, it likes to perpetuate itself. So any suggestion on how to break out of it when you're deep in it is met with a great deal of resistance. I know from experience that when I'm deep in negativity, suggestions to think positive or look at the bright side can actually make me feel worse. That's why it's so valuable to recognize it when you're in it and then take steps to prepare yourself for it in advance, <laughs> which I like to think of as the negativity spiral first aid kit. So what are some of the things that you can try if you find yourself in this negative space? The first two things that I'm going to offer were my default approaches and I found them to have very limited effectiveness, but I'll share them just in case they might resonate with you. So what I used to do on default, and I still do when I'm not mindful, is I try to change my state. I try to talk myself out of it. And if that doesn't work, and it very rarely does, I'll just put on a brave face and I'll just force myself to be positive. So that first one is about trying to change my state. Sometimes talking myself out of it can have some limited effectiveness, but most of the time attempts to switch from negative to positive for me are met with resistance or frustration. The analogy that I like to use in this situation is it's like being on a roller coaster. Once you're strapped in and it starts to move, there's no getting off of it. And suggestions otherwise just makes us feel powerless. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about layering futility on top of negativity. Now you can experiment with this for yourself and see what works best for you in terms of changing your state. Sometimes it's more than self-talk. Sometimes it's a guided meditation on a particular feeling. I found that can be helpful. Or sometimes talking to a friend can be very helpful. 
if it's just a passing mood, then there may be lots of things that you can try to change that state. Music might also be another one. However, when those things don't help, what I used to do was that second thing, which was pretend that I'm not feeling negative. Put on a brave face, fake it till you make it, grin and bear it, you know, all those ones. But in my experience, this is probably the least effective method. Sure, it can have some temporary effectiveness, whereby it gets you through that immediate situation. But I find over time that it actually can make things worse. It's like being on that same roller coaster with a forced smile on your face and screaming on the inside, telling yourself that you should have never gotten on in the first place and just making yourself feel generally worse for even agreeing to get onto this crazy ride. The worst part with pretending that you're okay is that you actually start to believe that you're a negative person. You start to identify that way. And you believe that there's nothing much that can be done about it. It's because this forced cheerfulness masks that underlying issue and doesn't allow you to even recognize it anymore. You become disconnected from yourself, which is why I mentioned earlier that recognizing the negativity spiral is such an important and valuable first step. Which leads me to some of the strategies that have been really successful. The first one is that once you're recognizing it, accepting it can be very helpful. It doesn't necessarily change the negative state, but at least it doesn't make you feel bad for feeling bad. (laughs) Back to the roller coaster analogy, it's accepting that you signed up for the ride And although it might be uncomfortable at times, you can handle the discomfort. In fact, you thrive in discomfort. And you are safe. And it's temporary. So what does acceptance look like in practice? It's that self-talk that might sound something like, I'm feeling negative right now, and that's okay. Or, I am feeling negative right now, and it's temporary something like that. Naming it and moving towards it instead of pushing against it. The next thing after acceptance that can be helpful is self-compassion. Having some compassion for that part of your brain that is wired for negativity and confirmation bias. Understanding that all the brains come with this wiring and that is an important part of our survival instinct. These biases are actually very valuable when it comes to assessing new situations and protecting us from danger. The thing that is counterintuitive is that when we don't actively try to change from negative to positive, that's when the change happens. (laughs) It's such a paradox, but shifting from judgment to acceptance to compassion is the key to interrupting the negativity spiral. However, shifting from judgment to acceptance is not as easy as it sounds. Something that helps me is I like to personify that negative voice in my head. I like to give her a face and a name 
I like to imagine her as a very lovable and protective part of me that tends to take things a little too seriously from time to time. I like to imagine another lighter part of me that's in conversation with her. And when I imagine the two of them together in conversation with each other, I can even find the humor in the situation. It's actually kind of fun to think about. And that's the final strategy, is to find the humor. This one is last because I found that, for me, humor isn't really available without the acceptance and the compassion first. It's almost like they pave the way towards enjoyment. So if you're looking for some tools to put into your negativity toolkit, a couple to try are recognition, acceptance, self-compassion, and humor. I would love to hear what strategies work best for you. Please feel free to reach out via my website at financialwellnesscoach.ca. Wishing you all a great week, everyone. Take care. If you want to take the conceptual and make it practical and applicable to your own life, I invite you to sign up for a free coaching session. In just 30 minutes, you will have an understanding of how to make these strategies into an action plan that is easy for you to follow. Check out my website, financialwellnesscoach.ca to sign up for your free coaching session today.